60 minutes, 60 minutes to fall in love. Welcome, podcast land, to 60 Minutes to Fall in Love with Sarah Geiger. I am your host, Sarah Geiger. With me, as always, my producer, Brandon Cartwright. Hello, hello. And my sound guy, Michael Scott. Hi there. Yep. Uh, with me on the couch this week is Olympia's own Tasha Norton. Comedian, encourager, <laughs> <laughs> inspirational speaker, I feel like. You know, just wonderful, wonderful person, wonderful comedian, all around great girl. How you doing? Doing good. I instinctually started to wave and then I realized <laughs> that's not how this thing works. I mean, you know. I'm waving at you. You can see. I can see you. Hey, guys. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Tasha Norton, so you're a comedian. Yes. And you recently came in first place in the first round of the Olympia comedy, like, competition. How was that? <laughs> uh, I know you told me the story a couple times, but... Yeah, I don't know. It was good. It feels... I, I've i always been someone who's, like, a little bit awkward about, like, someone being like, you did a good job at a thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm always just like, ah, and I, like, want to <laughs> run away from it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I feel about this question. I actually... I had a really weird interaction. Uh -huh. uh, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday and I was shopping and I was walking through the aisles and one of the workers looks at me and points really aggressively and goes, you are a winner. Oh and my I God. went, oh, <laughs> oh. And, and I looked really confused and he goes, oh, I saw you in the comedy competition. Oh, what? And I was like, oh, I thought this was just like your customer service. <laughs> Go to customers and say you're a winner for shopping at Trader Joe's. And he said, no, they're not all winners, but you. Oh, <laughs> you are man. A winner. And then I walked away awkwardly. So that's how I feel about it. First off, can you use that in stand-up because the opening sentence was perfect for stand-up. So I was in Trader Joe's the other day. Like, that's just a great... I'm on Everyone I'm on in Olympia will be able to identify yes. that sentence. I identify so heavily with you right now. Like, already, like, okay, in. I've been there. I've done this. Yeah. Dude, you're so funny and I love you a lot. Thanks. Yeah. Um, our drink today is called the... Funny bone. <laughs> it's, uh, it's working. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's equal parts Hennessy and, <laughs> and a raspberry liqueur. It somehow it's, got more gross when you said it. Like it was in my mouth and you said that and I was like, oh no. <laughs> no, it's delicious. Everyone order a funny bone at your local tavern and bar. Or Trader Joe's. Or Trader Joe's. You will not be a winner that day, but you know, I mean, be your own winner. Yeah. Tasha. So usually I ask my guests, um, one of the 36 questions from um, the uh, psychologist Arthur Aaron, uh, he has, he has this um, list of 36 questions that two strangers will ask each other to then fall in love. But I came up with my own for you. So Tasha Norton, when did you first fall in love with stand-up comedy? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Uh, when did I first fall in love with stand-up comedy? Yeah, queen. Um, let's see. I, I, uh, I loved watching stand-up when I was young. 
like in middle school, I remember I wasn't like that into music. Like I wasn't really into like bands or that, but I was really into stand-up comedians. Like I owned a lot of stand-up CDs back when CDs were a thing that people had. And I would watch, I like wouldn't go to shows because I was 12, Uh but I would uh, watch Friday Night Stand-Up on Comedy Central Uh every Friday. Like didn't have a lot of friends, but I watched a lot of stand-up. And bad stand-up, like now I feel like embarrassed of some of the comedians that I was really into. This is my this is my terrible confession. Uh-huh. I have seen live not once, not twice, but three times the singing comedian Stephen Lynch. Oh, no. so, yeah, no. yeah. Middle no. school was a weird, weird time at for least, me. At least you didn't go see Jeff Dunham. I didn't. I never, times. I never had a Jeff Dunham phase. That's so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. For those of us who have, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe had like, like a brief, like Dane Cook. Like I was like, this was funny. And everyone's like, uh, Dane Cook's he's terrible. Like, yeah, he's, he's terrible. I'm yeah. over it. Whatever. Like, <laughs> so I was quickly, uh, you know, encouraged away from that one. But yeah. Who's your favorite female comedian? Favorite female comedian. Yeah. Um, it could be yourself. <laughs> me. No, uh, I really love Maria Bamford. Yeah. I mean, that's like first like instinct that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's so absurd and mm-hmm. it's extremely wonderful. Yeah, and and I say this not at all to like judge or condemn any female comedian for like the type of jokes they go to. That's not at all what I'm trying to do. But what I love about Maria Bamford is I feel like there's such a willingness to kind of go ugly. Yes. If that makes sense, yes. like she, I mean, I think she's like, you know, like a very beautiful woman, but she, I just think that she's like weird voices distorting her body. Like, I think there's just such this like, yeah, like absurdist thing that I think oftentimes, well, I think female comedians are discouraged to go there. And I think yeah. that probably there's a lot more that never have made it big because people are like, nah, I don't want to look at that. But I just, I always appreciate it because just total like weird, you know, the way that she would engage with things. So. Um, and of course you've seen her on Tim and Eric, like early Tim and Eric. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Which that whole show is about like going ugly. Yes. This is awkward and tense and double chins and yeah. (laughs) And terrible haircuts and like gross out scenes Mm. that last for way too long. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. And like early, Sarah Silverman was on that or am I thinking of Mr. Show? She was on early Tim and Eric, Sarah Silverman, right? I can't remember. Okay. I got nothing. Listeners, if you know Sarah Silverman was on early Tim and Eric shows, please PM me, email the show, hit us Write a letter. Yeah. Write a letter letting us know. Approach me at a Trader Joe's aggressively. And point. And point. And Sarah inform. Silverman was on Tim and Eric, you winner. Or she wasn't. Yeah. You loser, which is, you know. Which is okay. You didn't have to go there, friend. You, yeah. Tasha Norton, um, I love you so much. So we didn't meet in the comedy circuit. I met you because you were my youth pastor. <laughs> youth pastor? Is it youth? No, it's college pastor. Yeah, youth pastor. Ba- I mean, I don't work with high school students, everybody. I work with college students. Like two degrees above yes, yes, like, yes. high school students as far as like senses of humor. I would, I would argue. I would argue. But yeah, you were super great and I loved you so much. And I still love you. It's not like, you know, it's You left and you had some perspective, you're like, oh no, she oh, was she's, terrible. She's a piece of shit. No, this of course. Was, this not. was oh. <laughs> oh man. But um yeah, I just love your heart for people. And I love the fact that you aren't afraid to like let let that compassionate, wonderful side of you come into your comedy. And that's why when I watch you 
it's, I feel, I feel joy after I see you. You know, it's not, um, and not to bash those who do, but um, from comedy that I have seen both in LA, um, in, in Olympia, Washington, some in Boston as well when I was there, um, uh, you know, just, you, you left it, it was funny, and then you left it, and you're like, all right, well, life still sucks, you know, and, 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 um, yours is the exact opposite effect on me, I leave it, and I feel lighter, I feel happier, and I think that's just you, I think that's just your joy in life, and it just radiates through your jokes, and we're so lucky as a community to have you. Oh, as well, thanks. Yeah, as, and also as an inspirer, what did I say before, <laughs> motivational speaker? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. just. You know, I don't need I don't need to pay to go see you in the key arena to inspire me. I just like watch you tell a fart joke. I'm like, ah, I feel feel more enlightened now. Like it's wonderful. It's great. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. I think like you know, daily switching from I'm on campus and I'm I'm leading in a certain capacity, like as a Christian leader, and I'm giving yeah. sermons and I'm leading Bible studies, and then I like get off work and then I drive to Lavoyer and then yes. I'm doing something which in some ways feels really different, right? Like there mm-hmm. feels ways it feels really different, and also ways that I think the skill set is pretty similar, actually. Really? Oh yeah. Oh man. I'm oh, like yeah. I'm like convinced that giving sermons has made me so much better at comedy mm-hmm. and doing comedy has made me so much better at giving sermons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it's worked both ways. I mean, one thing is, this is my, like, I think the biggest thing for that I had to co- go over and I think a lot of new comedians starting out have to get over is what does it mean to, like, feel comfortable as you walk on stage? Right. Because I know, like, I, I think every time someone walks on stage, it's this moment the audience feels so anxious of what if they're not funny and this is awkward? Yeah. And if and if and if an audience feels tense and nervous, they don't want to laugh. Or if they do, it's a kind of a nervous like ha ha right? But they just and, and I think the first thing that you have to do when you walk on stage is communicate, I'm comfortable with this so that you can be comfortable. And if you communicate that, then people are like, okay, I'm ready to laugh, right? Like I'm ready to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, getting up and like because I've done I've talked in front of way larger crowds, like at, in as a pastor. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I'm having to get up in front of like evergreen students and tell them Jesus is cool. So like, I'm working against the culture there, right? Like, I'm there's some resistance and hostility there, and so yeah, I think just that like confidence of like I have to own what I'm saying and what I believe, and I have to do it in a way that makes people not hate me, right? right. And I think that that same thing really translates to like you walk on a stage, and I think also too with comedy, you have so little time, right? Like, you have three and a half minutes to get up there, communicate a thing, and, like, get it done. And I feel like that's really helped, like, giving sermons because it isn't like, okay, I'm going to meander around. It's like, I have to get you to buy in, like me, believe what I'm saying, and, like, follow me on this place, and I have a couple minutes to do it, right? So I feel like in both ways they've, like, helped me, like, get better at the thing. So, yeah. That's so cool. And that's, um, I've heard similar stuff like that, um, for, like, interviews. You know, you don't want to crush your entire master's degree in five minutes because that is overwhelming and <laughs> terrible and I don't want to see you again, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the same is for comedy. Like, don't, you know, invite me to to, to want to see you again, you know? It's an invitation. Mm-hmm. It's not a first date, here's my whole family history. Are you cool with that? Like, you know. That is unfortunately how I date, <laughs> which is maybe why I'm single, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, but I feel like, okay, well, we can go into that later, but, you know, I mean, I, 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 I relate to that <laughs> on a very real level. Um, speaking of dating, so, 60 Minutes to Fall in Love, the thing that I wanted to tell you about that I alluded to, like, this whole time, before, yes, dear yes. listeners, um, up until we started recording, 
I kept on mentioning beards. And then I said, and then, and then Tasha would be like, what are you talking about? This isn't fun for me. And I'd say, hold on. I'm going to bring it up on the podcast. And the thing that I'm going to bring up is, did you know there's this dating app called Bristler? And it's for <laughs> 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 Gun reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put that out there. Wait, could you say the name again? Bristler. Bristler. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dating app for people with beards. <laughs> and for people who want to be with someone with a beard. Have you found out about this yet? No. <laughs> well, I made myself a profile this morning. <laughs> and for our, um, for our game, I'd like to make this profile on Bristler with you. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Okay, so currently my profile is a picture of a koala bear. Okay. Um, no, it's not. It's of my face. I just thought a koala bear would be funnier than my face. I would like to take <laughs> comedy lessons from you. I would like to take stand-up lessons from you. <laughs> in fairness, I do think a koala bear is funnier than your face. So, there oh, you okay. go. Okay, step in the right direction. Um, so, one of the, one of the questions... Um, is any hopes and expectations for meeting up? <laughs> like, where do you go with that? I don't know. Right? Hopes and expectations. Hopes and expectations. Like, should I just lay it on thick? Yeah. Like, we were just talking about dating. Like, yeah. I want to meet you, figure out if we're soulmates, and plan a date for the wedding. Yeah, that is what I want to do. Okay, I want to meet my soulmate and wed you ASAP. Yeah. Winky face. Yes. <laughs> Winky face and then maybe like a Tinder handle as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the... I don't, I don't Tinder. I don't really know what that means. I just said yeah, yeah. to be agreeable. I don't actually... It's the sex app, right? I know what Tinder is. I okay. Just you know. Well, not everyone. <laughs> You're getting blank looks. <laughs> I don't... What's a handle? I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, I do. Okay, like, it's... Like, at whatever. Yeah, it's like an oh, Instagram, like, at okay. whatever it is, and then Tinder handle would be, like, at, and then, like, a sexy thing. At sexy thing. Ooh. Sexy thing. Sexy thing. Sexy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And then the next step is to make a Tinder. Because I don't have one. With that handle, which... At sexy thing. I'm sure it's taken. Oh, God. Wait, at sexy thing, 6969. Oh, two of them? Two of them. That's a promise I can't keep. That's too much work. I like it because it confuses the guy. Because he reads it and he's like, whoa, this this chick is about marriage. He's settling down. Also, sexy thing, 6969. So... Is that four people in a bed together? I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. But I just think that you're giving, I like it, you're showing that you're a well-rounded person. Mm -hmm. Sexual freak. Who's also looking for commitment. And then maybe after that I quote, like, uh, uh, I quote, like, uh, I quote. (laughs) (laughs) What do you quote? Tell me! Tell me! (laughs) I need to know. Kurt Vonnegut. I was trying to think of Kurt Vonnegut. Like a quote from Kurt Vonnegut. And so it goes. So it goes. Yeah, so it goes. (laughs) Who are well read or you know, well read enough to put that quote on their profile. Super ready to settle down. Yeah. Super into a lot of people having sex in the same bed. In the same bed, yeah. And then Kurt Vonnegut. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. That human just sounds 
terrible. <laughs> I don't want to spend any time with anyone. Are you on any dating apps? Uh, I mean, I've been on a lot, not a lot of them, but I've been on a bunch of them, Mm -hmm. and I'm not currently, like, I just don't have the apps on my phone or whatever, taking little, little Mm breaksy-poos from the online dating, but I've done eHarmony and Match. How is eHarmony? I feel like that's the, I've been married before, and I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, which is not my story, listeners, uh, but... No, it was actually kind of a sad story. A few of my male friends all got together, and this was before I'd ever done online dating. It was, it was probably like five years ago, so I think it was like a little bit before it was like super a thing that everyone was doing, you know? Yeah. And it was at the time when it was still kind of like, oh, okay, Cupid is like really only for like hooking up. Maybe that hasn't changed, but that... But, uh, so they, a few of my guy friends were like, you really need to be online dating to meet somebody. Mm-mm. What if we all just pitched in and paid for you to have a year-long membership? Oh my god. So they all got together $200. $200. And I was like, this is the level of sadness that my life is at right now. Um, but I did it. I went on one date in a year. Uh, it was terrible. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's a lot more steps to meet someone. It's like... You have to, like, fill out these things and, like, both, like, like each other and then send each other these, like, three questions and then, like, your five likes and dislikes and then you finally can start talking. Yeah. So, like, the process is, like, really intense. Yeah. Uh, and I felt like, this is how I've described it, I feel like it was the same percentage of douchebags, assholes, terrible people to, like, people that you'd actually want to get to know, but it's, like, a lot less than OkCupid. So I feel like it wasn't that I was getting, like, a better quality of dude by any means. I think it was just harder to talk to people and there was less people so i wouldn't suggest it necessarily but they still send me emails four years later no Uh, no (laughs) so yeah i don't know it was terrible i'm sorry that was your experience but i i've heard people have had good experiences with dating apps. Yeah, and I like, this is what I'll say. I don't really do them right now. I might do them in the future. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think what I liked about it is I hadn't really dated a whole bunch since before I started doing online dating. Like, I'd, like, met people and, and things like that in, like, life, but I never really, like, dated people. Uh-huh. Um, and I think what I liked about it was I think it help me understand, like, what I'm actually looking for and to have, like, the confidence mm. to, like... Because I think the first time I ever went on a date, I think I went in with that, like, okay, I have, like, my interview questions. Like, this is so serious. This is so intense. And I think, like, it was, like, after a while, I was like, no, actually, this can just kind of be, like, fun. I can just get to know somebody. And I feel like it's going to be a lot more chill. I don't know about the whole thing. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I think they have good in them. I've, I've enjoyed some of it, but it, I'd say in general, it's... I It hasn't worked for me to find love is it bad that i'm really into dating apps for the reason that i love the tv show catfish and i love to see it when they go terribly wrong uh is that i mean it might be terrible if you're the one catfishing i'm not (laughs) you just want to be catfished you know you were just hoping that you'll have one of those no i don't want to be catfished (laughs) but i love watching the weird the weird things that people say Mm -hmm. that are catfish bait I yeah. guess is that I don't know the terms, but like to like bait someone. <laughs> I hope there's being a lot a of fishing <laughs> analogies in it. Then you gotta reel them in, Jesus. cast a line, cast a line, <laughs> net them. I don't know about fishing. Either. <laughs> I know about as much about fishing as I do catfishing. So I, don't I just I much. remember watching one episode and it was particularly weird. It turned out to be this guy's cousin 
getting back at him for calling her fat four years ago. And Whoa. he, like, totally made him. I know. I'm. It's terrible. But <laughs> yes. I laughed so hard. I'm so sorry. Am I terrible? Can we edit this? No. I, no? Okay. It's my sound engineer. Wait, did no. you just say that you love people's misery and pain? <laughs> no. That's, wow. I feel like we're really getting to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is really who I am. No, but what she'd said, the, the interesting and, like, the most ridiculous, like, Part of that for me was not the not the relationship, but like the thing that she used to like really get this guy's attention was like their affinity for McDonald's. Mm. Like, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, like just what? talking about their favorite meals. Ronald McDonald. Yeah, from McDonald's, like talk like connecting over the best dish from McDonald's was the fish fillet, <laughs> fillet fish. Oh, that's like, just connecting... objectively wrong though. <laughs> Right, like, obje- like, but that's why they were soulmates. Like, if they all were like, we like the Big Mac. It's like, well, who doesn't like the Big Mac? Right, You're not true. my one and only. If we mm-hmm. all like Big Macs, right? Yeah. You're good so, at this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> are you a cat fisher? <laughs> no, oh I, uh, man! No, never. I uh, no. <laughs> Will you join Bristler with me? Will I join Bristler? Yeah. Right, like right now, like live. Yes. Okay, let's Don't, see what happens. Please. It's just so funny. And the and the app creators are so funny. Why I, I hope you Bristler, please give us money. I'm plugging you a lot right now. Our sound engineer has a beard. <laughs> he's yeah. also he's also me. making an account You're right now. Find me on there. Why is it called Bristler? I don't yeah. like the Bristler I don't like the ER at the change end. Change that name. Yeah. Like, if it was, like, bristle, maybe, but bristler. Bristle. Sounds bristle. uncomfortable. All of it sounds uncomfortable. Oh, and of course there's no E in it. Because oh, yeah. that's how you have to Tinder. do things. Tinder. Tinder. Okay, Mature, 17 plus. That's not that weird. Okay, cuter. Isn't dating weird? <laughs> dating is weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what I will say about online dating. Yeah. The amount of stand-up material that is provided. Oh, like you yeah. have to fucking oh, try. Yeah. Like, you go on for 10 minutes, you're like, well, here was 20 horrible interactions. Yeah. Uh, I'm downloading Prisler as we speak, so. <laughs> awesome. Well, in the meantime, Tasha Norton, so you have another comedy show coming up. It's the second round. Yeah. Of, um, comedy competition. Tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, the comedy competition had two first rounds, so it was like 11 comedians and got narrowed down to three, and the next one, same. So there's going to be the top six of us, and we're going to be performing at the 4th Ave Tab on March 23rd. And so, yeah, it's really exciting. Um, Everyone should go, I guess. Yes! Uh, It's like 10 bucks, so, eh. You know, you'll probably see it's other places for free. But if you want, if you have ten dollars and you want to go, and it's the best of Olympia, yeah, the best, best of Olympia, best of Olympia, or you know, six people who just happen to do good on the day of the competition. Mm-hmm. I don't like saying best necessarily. Everyone is equally a winner. Everyone deserves a participation trophy, and that's how I feel about it. You should work at Trader Joe's. Do you have a beard? It depends on how recently I've tweezed. I'll say no. <laughs> I'll say no. I don't really want to sign up with Facebook. All right, for this. Oh, you're signing up with Bristler right now? Oh my god, I'm so you excited. You told me to. Oh, I'm sorry. Bristler. Bristler. Bristler, not Bristle. Uh, Bristler. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to be a team player. So. So, really quick. Um, would you rather... I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh. Would you rather... <laughs> okay. 
Would you rather sign up with Bristler, but then never get to meet another human face to face ever again? Probably whatever the second thing. I mean, I, I'm gonna wait to hear it, but or you get to meet people and not use any social dating apps forever, but the people that you meet are only people on Bristler. Wait, so okay. I can either go on Bristler, but then never, ever meet anyone ever again. Yeah. So if I go on Bristler, I'm not actually going to meet anybody because I'm never meeting new people. But you're meeting them over the app. Oh. Yeah. Um, I I feel confused by the question. <laughs> there were too many There were too many caveats. So if I'm on Bristler, uh-huh. I can only ever meet people on Bristler and nobody yes. else. Yes. But if I don't use Bristler, I can only meet people on Bristler? Yes. I feel like you really tricked me into only ever being with someone from Bristler. (laughs) I guess I would rather meet them in real life and they just happen to have it. Yeah. I guess that's what I would choose in this impossible. (laughs) (laughs) They asked me if I have a beard again. I think they're trying to get something. They don't believe me. Yeah. No one has a beard. No one has a beard except Bristler. It's like farmers only. It's just city folk. Oh my god. (laughs) Who don't who don't get it? Can I tell you something? Sure. Okay, and then we have to go because I'm so much time. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, we're almost out of time, but I just really need to tell you. Um, so I'm going to Scotland in a couple weeks, in a month and a half, and I'm going with my friend, and so the reason that I got Bristler is because I feel like it's going to be very successful in Scotland. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to meet some really nice Highlanders up there. But also, I looked up on Google, like, other dating apps that are popular in the UK and Scotland, and one of them is called muddymatch.co.uk, and in this Scotland and Northern Ireland, it's the, it's the... UK version of Farmers Only, but I didn't know that. And so when I signed up for it, I was like, this is really cool. And there and um the, the, the slang is muddy or towny. And so there is a scale of like, are you 50-50 muddy towny? Are you 90-10 muddy towny? And I'm like, what does this mean? It's so exotic and fun. It's like, no. And then my friend Tyler Beaver was like, that was Scottish farmers only. Like, you know that's what it was. <laughs> so what did you say? What percentage money and what percentage townie were you? I said 90-10. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know anything. So I haven't done much work so far in my Bristler, Bristler account. Yeah, okay. This is the first dude. He doesn't have a fucking beard. Dustin. Dustin L. does Dustin not have a beard. L. He's making... Uh, Can we report ducky him? face uh, lips and doing a peace sign with a backwards cap. <laughs> I don't wrong. know. That shouldn't be on Bristler. All right, Bristler Nerdy Drummer should... does have a beard. Okay, Nerdy we're drummer. looking. This guy has a very large beard. <gasps> Is it entertaining for people who are listening to something to hear me talk about photos of guys on the internet? Um, but yeah, fucking Dustin L. Yeah, let's report him. Yeah. He doesn't belong here. He's not part of the. There's no here. report button. I can push a button to make his face go away from mine. So Do that's it. done. Okay, Tasha Norton, it's been lovely chatting with you. Yes, we didn't even talk about periods. I was getting so many. I had so much, so many thoughts. Well, Uh, another time. Another time. (laughs) Cool. I love you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, everybody. (laughs) Um, Once again, March twenty third. March twenty third. March twenty third at the Fourth Ave Tab in downtown Olympia. Yeah. Woo. Awesome. Tasha, you're wonderful. You're great. Thank you for being a comedian. Thank you for your comedy. Um, And I'll see you on Bristler. Yeah, see ya.
I keep waving. I keep waving. We'll see what happens. We'll see. No what promises. Happens. Yeah. We'll keep you updated, dear viewers. Bye. <laughs> God. <laughs> Minutes, 60 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 min